please be aware that this episode contains sensitive and potentially disturbing content about mental health and suicide. If this subject is a difficult one for you, we ask that you please proceed with caution or to simply stop listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mom Life Crisis. I'm Nikki. I'm Lori. We're here bringing you terrifying legends, ghostly encounters, and unforgettable urban legends. Welcome to Frightful Fridays. Ooh. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope everyone has a good Friday. What are you doing this Friday? I am planning to go to sleep early because I am exhausted. Yeah, that sounds about right. Although, I don't know. What, what is sleep? What is this? It sounds lovely. Oh, by sleep, I mean, you know, the one to two hours accumulative time that I have my eyes closed. So I have no idea either. Well, I have a very strong feeling that after this episode, I won't be sleeping for a couple of days. What are you bringing to our Frightful Friday? Well, last episode, we learned about a creepy ghost. But what about a creepy place? Ooh, creepy place. That sounds mm -hmm. interesting. Yep. Today we will travel around the globe to Japan. Oh, I know exactly where you're going to talk about. Oh, I'm so interested in this. Yep. It's the home of one of the most haunted forests in the world. And it's called Aokigahara Forest, which is also known as Suicide Forest. I actually saw an episode of this blogger who actually went there and he actually found a body. He ended up recording it and got a shit ton of hate for it on the internet. And he is now a wrestler. Yeah. Logan Paul, everyone. All right. Well, for people who don't know, Ayokigahara Forest is a dense forest that's at the base of Mount Fuji and it's a popular tourist destination. It is also known as the Sea of Trees because of how dense it is. Do you I've know how dense pictures. it is? I've I, I seen how dense it is by photos and videos, but it actually looks like a beautiful place and that's what makes it so scary. Oh, there's more to it than that because it is so dense. The trees are just covering so much that even at its highest point, the sun does not shine through or oh barely does. Yeah, Jesus. it barely does. So right? basically you really can't see anything in there. Pretty much. Well, I mean, it's not like pitch black, but it's not bright. Right. I don't know if you know this, but because Mount Fuji is a volcano, the forest floor consists of hardened lava. And it was because of a volcanic eruption in 864 CE. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, crazy, right? But to the locals, Aokigahara has a dark history and they will not go near it. They're actually taught not to go into the forest. It's Wait. a dark place and it's a dangerous place because it is known as Japan's demon forest. And for good reason. Uh, uh, absolutely. It is believed that those who enter the forest would never return. The legend says that back in feudal Japan, samurai warriors would commit suicide in the forest to avoid falling into the hands of their enemies. It was seen as an honorable act. So right. instead of getting captured... They, would, they just, would go in there and 
kill themselves. Exactly. To this day, their souls still haunt the forest. They are not the only souls you have to fear. See, the local lore states that during the famine, people used to bring their family members to the forest and leave them there to die oh. in order, yeah, in order to save their food for other family members. How That's fucked up fucked is that? Up. That is beyond fucked up. And I'm sorry if I was one of them, I'd haunt them. How- for real. That is so fucked up. Exactly. Wow. So those left in the forest would die of starvation and then they would turn into yure, which are souls that are filled with hatred, sadness, mm-hmm. and they have a desire for revenge. Yes, I've, I've heard of those type of spirits. Those are very scary. Exactly. It's believed that the yure are unable to leave the world and they will continue to wander the forest and will affect those who cross their paths. So in other words, I'm not going to Japan, or if I do, I'm not going anywhere near that forest. Oh, there's still more. Oh, (laughs) the gift that keeps on giving. Yep, because there are signs throughout the forest urging those considering suicide to change their minds and assuring them that they have loved ones, and they even offer a phone number for them to call if they need help. Well, I mean, that helps, but a lot of the times people are, I guess, pretty much are going there. They already have their minds made up. Some do. You'd be surprised because since the 1950s, Aokigahara has been the second most popular destination to over 500 people who have attempted suicide or have succeeded. So not all of the 500 have actually have six, succeeded, yeah. but it's still a pretty high number. You're talking like two, 300 people. That That's a very high number. And it's the second place? The first place is the Golden Gate Bridge. They're up in the thousands. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the most common method of suicide in the forest is- I know hanging- that. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know those two. Hanging- and drug, drug overdose. overdose. Mm-hmm. There's some people that say that the popularity of the forest as a destination to end one's life has been attributed to a novel written in the 1960 by Saicho Matsumoto. And it's called Nami Noto, also known as Tower of Waves. The book basically talks about how a young woman is stuck in a scandalous love affair and decides to go into the forest to end her life. Interesting. So that was in the 60s. But in the 1990s, there was another uptick of suicides because there was yet another book written about the forest and about suicide. This one was called The Complete Suicide Manual. Okay, so someone actually wrote a manual on how to commit suicide. Oh, not just how to commit suicide. 11 different ways to commit suicide. Who is this author so I can slap fire out of them? Wataru Surumi. Okay, okay, because... Yeah, people need that in their life. That's that's well, ridiculous. And the message of the book is that Aoki Gahara was the perfect place to die. Okay. Okay. So, so hikers who have walked through the forest have claimed that their compasses went haywire and that the forest is completely silent with no signs of life. So think about that for a moment. When you go hiking, you always yeah, hear at the like very birds least, chirping or, you know, a squirrel wind, running around yeah. or something. Yeah, the wind. The wind blowing through the, the, trees, the trees, rustling the leaves. Nothing. That's it is fucking scary. Silent. Some people do find it comforting and peaceful, but others find it very unsettling and it actually raises their anxiety. I can see why that raises my anxiety (laughs) just thinking about that. Can you imagine just being, you're in the outdoors and you hear nothing. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that would fuck me up. Yeah, it's crazy. 
today, if you visit the forest, you actually may find remnants of those who have committed suicide because their personal belongings are still scattered throughout the entire forest floor. Or you just may cross paths with the Yuri. I, I don't want to cross paths with the Yuri. And, and I honestly, just thinking about going in there and possibly A, either finding someone or finding their belongings and knowing that somebody was there and mm-hmm. actually ended their life is actually terrifying. Now, here's the thing. There have been times where hikers have found string woven through the trees. Because the reason why people would do that is so that if they got into the forest and they changed their mind, they always had a way to come back out so that they wouldn't get lost. God, that's fucking sad. But sometimes you may find a skeleton at the end of that string or a body. Yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. Also, I don't know if you knew that they actually stopped publication of the number of suicides. Yeah, yeah, the number of suicides in like 2011 or 10 or something like that. Yep. I think they did it more so so that nobody would go there and do that. It's it's crazy to me how many suicides have been attempted and have been Mm -hmm. completed in there. So here's the thing, though, because scientists were actually curious about why people were so drawn to commit suicide there. Mm-hmm. They actually came up with a scientific reason. They basically explained that the volcanic rock may generate a geomagnetic field and that geomagnetic field field actually impacts brain activity for people with depression. Now you have this geomagnetic field and you have people who have depression that go into the forest just with the thought of suicide. So it's kind of like pulling them in. Exactly. Because that field actually triggers that type of depression and it would actually enhance suicidal thoughts. That is crazy. So even if you were on the fence of wanting to end your life this forest would just push you right over that is that's crazy to even think that but on the other hand the locals also suspect that it's the ure that are calling to people and forcing them to commit suicide right right so it's so you have scientific and you have ghostly legends and all that stuff Mm -hmm. that's interesting so nikki want to take a trip to japan absolutely not Absolutely not. The way my anxiety and my depression is, no, not at all. Mm -mm. That's really scary to think that anyone that suffers from depression can possibly go to that forest and never come out because of that. Yeah. Rather it be the, you know, scientific aspect of it or the spiritual aspect of it. Wow. And I mean, not for nothing with as, with as many deaths that have happened in the forest. Oh, absolutely. You're bound to run into a spirit or two. Oh, um, or 20 or a hundred. Yeah, not, that's... not to even mention the past. So I'm looking something up here and it says that apparently, I guess because of the surge of suicides rates in the forest, that the authorities actually retrieve the dead bodies every year. They do a body retrieval yes, yearly. And, and because they believe in the Ure, they mm-hmm. put them in a kind of like a cement room. And it's believed that the souls would not be able to find their way out. And so they would go around the room screaming in agony. And then the officials who put the bodies in there then play rock, paper, scissors to see who would go in and clean out the bodies. Well, I can tell you that I'm not rock, paper, scissoring <laughs> shit. My ass is staying outside. <laughs> 
there is no way. I mean, there's nothing funny about suicide, but as like with our heritage, we have a lot of beliefs in like the spiritual world. So going to a place like that and being like, hey, rock, paper, scissors, uh, if I win, you go in there and you get the bodies. No, the fuck I'm not. I'm surely not. Exactly. And, you know, from what I've learned, as far as like, you know, with Asian friends of mine, I know that they feel like they're, I guess their families pushed them to be like their families are harder on them to be better in school, to be a better person, to be. So I kind of feel like they already have like all this anxiety on top of them. Well, that's the thing also, because Japan actually has the highest suicide rate because of all the stress that they go through. I believe so it. that also adds to why the body count is so high in this one forest you picked the good one <laughs> you picked the good one now I'm gonna be having nightmares of these ghosts probably trying to get me leave me alone I am fine right where I'm at Whew. so I hope you enjoyed the story yeah um although that sounds weird saying considering the topic. So maybe I shouldn't be as peppy. I hope you enjoyed learning about this forest. <laughs> Only you, Lori. Only you. I'm just saying. But on a serious note, guys, if you do have any thoughts of suicide or you just need someone to speak to, there's always help available. You can dial 988 for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. You can text them at 988. They also have a chat online. You are worthy and your life is precious and we want you to be here. So if you need help, reach out. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for that number, Nikki. You're welcome. And thank you for everyone joining us yet again. We hope you have a wonderful Friday. Yes, and we, and we hope you enjoyed this frightful Friday. Yes, and we will see you again in two weeks. See you soon. Bye. Bye.